At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is v Tonight with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on v the sports betting network. Will Hill, VEASAN analyst and the leader of the Circa College Hoops Challenge, joins us now. Wes Reynolds, Matt Eumanns, VEASAN Tonight. We're downtown Las Vegas. Will's out in Connecticut where he went to the Big East Tournament on Thursday night. Will, what was it like? What was the experience at the Garden for the Big East? You know, it's always fun, uh, you know, going there. That That's a great tournament. It's lost. You know, I don't want to say it's lost its luster a little bit because that was a great atmosphere again tonight with UConn Marquette and a lot of good shot making. But, you know, you do miss the old days a little bit of, of the great coaches, you know, not that long ago where it was, you know, Patino with Louisville and Bayheim with Syracuse and Calhoun. And there were some traditional rivalries. It's not quite the same with the Butlers and the Xaviers and some of these Catholic schools. Uh, that, that have transferred in, but it's still the garden and it's still uh, it, it's still a lot of fun to watch. Will, uh, uh, right now uh, we're getting to the end of the first half. Creighton against Xavier, 40-26 to 26, uh, with uh, Xavier up big over Creighton. Uh, anybody surprise you that you saw at the Big East tournament? This is kind of a mild surprise to me that Xavier's just putting the boots to Creighton. This is a surprise. I was rooting for DePaul. You know, I, I like rooting for these bid stealers because you get to Saturday and Sunday in these tournaments and most of these teams are in you mm-hmm. know, with a few exceptions. So it's fun. When, and DePaul hasn't been in forever. Uh, and they had some chances to put that game away. They just sort of spit it up at the end. So that was fun to watch. I was, uh, you know, disappointing that they gave it up. I thought Nova would play a little better. Uh, you know, they were sort of a trendy pick to, to win the Big East, even though their number was just egregiously short. But I thought they would give a little bit better effort against uh 
against Creighton. So it looks like man, a, a Marquette Xavier, uh, a Marquette Xavier Big East title game again. That's not the traditional Big East that us old guys sit there and imagine telling us 10, 15 years ago it's going to be Xavier and Marquette in, in the Big East championship. It's just not what it used to be, but uh, you know it's still exciting. Uh, you also have got action tonight. You've uh, you took Maryland. You went opposite Wes. He's not real happy with you right now. You took Maryland <laughs> against Indiana. And uh, you also are on TCU against Texas, right? Yeah, I believe in this TCU team. I, I know you know all the issues with Lampkin, but I think when they have their guys healthy, they are like top five good, final four good. They're lethal in transition. They can play in the half court. They can shoot it. So to me, uh, this is a legitimate team. I would not be surprised at all if they're in a final four. Hell, I, I know with all the parity, there's so many teams, you wouldn't be shocked if they're in a final four. You wouldn't be shocked if they're out in round one. So, None of these teams are, uh, you know, uh, immune to an upset here. But I think TCU is really good. I did like them tonight, and I just thought this was a little bit of a tough matchup here for Maryland, Indiana. Trying to, uh, I thought it was a tough matchup for Indiana. I liked Maryland in the game. Uh, watching this game, and it's really hard to keep up with all these games at once. It's such a great day. It, it seems like it's a little bit of a faster pace than I would expect it. So if you have nothing in pocket, I would look towards maybe a live over. And again, so many of these conference games, there's just so much fouling at the end, man. You really need to have a, a faint heart to sit here and, and bet unders in any of these games because there's so much that can happen to go over, whether it's fouling, overtime. It's really hard really to bet any full game unders. If you're going to bet under, might as well just stick with the first half. Ken Pomeroy tweeted this today, and I wondered, I was watching the end of the uh, Rutgers-Purdue game. Like, man, this is taking forever to yeah. play the end of this game. Video yep. review after, you know, there's all sorts of things you – by the way, Wes, I'm not sure if Paul Mukahey for Rutgers is going to be able to play in the tournament next week. His back I was mean, really bothering him. I was watching that game. and he, I was joking because of the flop he took on uh, the okay. Zach Eady elbow where he just okay. flew back. Like, Zach Eady like, oh, does throw. To be fair, Zach yeah. Eady does lower those Dude, elbows. That was a flop. Come on, that was a flop. He oh, no doubt it was a flop. He flew back like he got hit by a truck. That was he, ridiculous. He did the same huh? thing to Trace Jackson Davis earlier this season. <laughs> anyway. Kim Pomeroy tweeted, it took 38 minutes in real time to play the last five minutes of the Rutgers-Purdue game. That was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, what absurd. happened there. We're going to talk a little bit more about Purdue in, in a minute, uh, advancing to the Big Ten semis. Uh, Matt Santos, our producer, if you can, throw up the uh, standings for the Circuit College Hoops Challenge. I've got a paper here, Wes. I'm going to read some names off this paper, and you tell me what they have in common. Tom Brady, Aaron Judge. Jim Bayheim, Carrot Top, and Wes Reynolds. <laughs> Tell me what all those guys have in common. Uh, a lot of money. They're all on Will Hill's guest list for when he ha <laughs> has the Circus Stadium Swim Cabana when he wins this contest. Isn't that right, Will? Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I appreciate you trying to jinx me. I mean, look, two-game lead with 10 to play. I'm in good shape. I sort of compare it to, you know, it'd be funny if they put odds on it. I guess I would be minus money against the field. I sort of compare it to, wow, I don't know, he an NFL just called game. himself minus money against the field. He said I jinxed him. Yeah. Huh? He's calling a shot, though, but, yeah. but deservedly my, my so. Brain, my brain is always just in terms of the odds. Like, I, with a two-game lead, here's the thing, too. I got a decent best bet scenario, so I really have a two-and-a-half game with mm. two-and-a-half game lead with 10 to play. I probably, I think six and four would make it really hard for me to be beat. Even five and five makes somebody have to go, you know, eight and two or something like that. So watch out for I Aaron Moore. Okay. Watch out for Aaron Moore. Yeah, he's oh, 21 sure. and 14. I mean, he's five and two on the best bets. He's the one who's the biggest threat to you right now. Tim yep. Murray, 
Jim Root right there. Will Hill, by the way, 23-11-1 against the spread, 4-2-1 on the best bets, 23.5 points. We've got 10 plays remaining in this contest. You can see the uh, standings right there on the screen. You can also find them at vcin.com if you want to follow the contest next week. So Will, can we get we're live down... odds? Can we What's get that? live odds on? Can somebody make a market on this? Uh, I'm sure somebody could. Yeah, sure. Be By fun. the way, if you think it's over, it's not. Because in the Circuit Friday Football Invitational Football Contest, there were some wild uh, potential swings in the final two weeks where the leader, Chris DeBear-Felica, almost blew it with a 1-4 final week. And uh, we had guys like James Salinas make a big jump up the leaderboard. So there's a lot of things that can happen here in the final two weeks. But Will Hill, right now, it looks like you're going to win Derek Stevens' cabana at Stadium Swim this summer. And you can invite any, anyone you want. And I know Wes Reynolds wants an invitation. <laughs> I, you now, I compare it to having like a three-point lead in a football game and I have the ball. So if I go three and out, I could easily lose and give up a touchdown and lose. But if I, <laughs> if I drive down and score a touchdown, I, I put, sort of put the game away. That's sort of the, uh, the comparison I would make. Right? I'm, I'm in control. I'm a favorite. But I, I'm far from a lock to win this thing. Wes, you're not out of it. You need a strong finish here. we got 10 yeah. plays left. Five just, on Thursday, five on Friday in the first round of the NCAA. I just tournament. want to achieve respectability. Oh, I don't. Right now. You're up to 17, 16, and 2. Yeah. 18 points. We have eight of the contestants, eight of the 10, over 500 in the contest. All right, let's get to uh, some games tomorrow, Will. And uh, I want to get, see what you're thinking in the Big Ten. We've got the matchup set between Ohio State, the 13 seed, and Purdue, the 1. And uh, I'm looking to take the points with the Buckeyes here. I'd like to get eight with Ohio State. What about you? The Buckeyes have played three games in three days, and they played without Bryce Sensabaugh, their star freshman today. But, man, this team looks like it's on one of those magic carpet rides here in the tournament. Yeah, again, these are the bid stealers that make it fun to, to get a team like Ohio State who's really talented, has a bad season. Sometimes these talented teams that underachieve, you get to the tournament, and you can just sort of hit the reset button. Uh, I've been betting Ohio State a lot. I used them in the the, the – uh, the, um, the the competition here, the contest this last week or two, uh, I've been betting them a lot. They covered against Michigan State last Saturday. They've played really well this last couple of weeks. I think this is a lot of points. I think they're very live. Obviously a big edge in terms of the motivation here for Ohio State. So uh, I think they'll be right in this game. I, I would take the points, and it's funny. I was on, I think I was on with Gil on Wednesday, and I, I sort of hinted that I liked Ohio State at 60, 65 to 1, but it just wasn't enough for me to pull the trigger. And you mentioned Chris the Bear Felica. He was actually listening. He texted me. He goes, oh, I just bet him at 65 to 1, and here he is. He's in the uh, in the semifinals, one win away from a chance to hedge and, and make some nice money. So right. I sort of wish I pulled yeah. the trigger there, but uh, I do think we'll get a close game tomorrow. To me, I have been fading Purdue a lot. I think they're yeah. good. I don't think they're great. Right. I don't like them as a you know seven point favorite. So I'll take the points here. Be interested to see if Sensabaugh can go. I kind of is... Wes. I kind of think that about all these teams at mm-hmm. the top in college basketball. They're good. They're not great. Like Houston still hasn't played anyone. So right. we're, we're waiting for Houston to face tougher competition. But um, Alabama, good, not great. Alabama might have a chance full with Missouri tomorrow. We'll talk about that game a little bit later. But uh, you know. And UCLA without Jalen Clark is going to be tough going forward without your best defensive player and uh, a guy who's a double-digit scorer. Yeah, no no question about it. And look, that's why this Ohio State team still has a realistic chance, mm-hmm. even though two games away. Kind of reminds me of that 08 team, which you might remember from uh, Georgia, the Dream Dogs. Remember when oh, they had the tornadoes down at the Georgia Dome? Yeah. Back Four games then? in three days, right? Yeah, yeah, they had to play two games on Saturday. They had to play Kentucky Saturday morning, and then had to play Mississippi State Saturday night one, and then beat Arkansas in the championship. It got moved to Georgia Tech's old arena. It was a Sunday out of game, Zach Swansea, Terrence Woodbury. 
And Georgia ends up in the NCAA tournament with a 14 seed. So as an, you know, as an automatic bid, I wonder if Ohio State, I even asked that today. I go, if they win the Big Ten tournament, which is certainly a possibility now, what's their seed? Uh, it's going to be like, a, uh, I would say 13. I would say 13 yeah. too. I don't, I don't think they're going to be a 12. It would, it would be 13 no, most would, likely. Couldn't give them a 12. 12's were like on the line where at larges go. So you'd have to be like a 13. I think Georgia was like a 13 that year. Yeah, it's a weird scenario where you have a power five team that wins its tournament. You can't put them in as like a 14 or 15. But right now it's circa it Ohio State's a six and a half point favorite. There's seven at DraftKings. There's seven and a halfs out there in the market. I might have to take seven and a half with the Buckeyes. They played Purdue and West Lafayette two weeks ago and lost 82 to 55. But this is a different Ohio State team. Yeah. Uh, right now, and uh, they're better yeah, without Zed Key, and that's what we've been yeah. talking about. They've been much more wide open. Uh, hopefully, for them, since the ball can go tomorrow. Uh, Will, we got one minute left. What else is on your radar on uh, Saturday? We've got Missouri, Alabama, some other matchups set. Not a lot set yet. Do we have any a line here from Missouri, Alabama? Because like nine, nine and a half, I saw yeah. too. Yeah. We can't even hedge because I'm like you. I took Missouri, I think, 30 to one to win the conference. So maybe if they get a lead, you can hedge out. Probably just have to ride it out. I think that's a lot of points. Uh, they played in the regular season. Bama killed them, but Missouri shot three of 28 from three. Figure if they shoot a little better, Bama is certainly prone to a cold shooting night. Uh, that could be a game nine. Looks like a hell of a lot of points there. All right. Good deal. We're going to take a break. Will, thanks for joining tonight. Good luck in everything but the Maryland play. And, um, Wes has got his Indiana sweater here on. We can't root for you tonight in the Maryland play. It looks sharp. It's good to see you guys. Appreciate we'll it. We'll talk to you next week again with the Circuit College Hoops Challenge. We get to the final two rounds. He's the leader, Will Hill. Follow him on Twitter at NotTheWillHill. Wes, we're going to come back with more game updates here on VSEN tonight in about two minutes. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, 
Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is VSIN Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to segment of VSIN Tonight is presented by. The one and only Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch. It's the only smoke-free, spit-free option that's helped millions achieve lasting change. And they make change a little easier by offering the only 10-day risk-free trial. You have a lot of options when it comes to the nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Z-Y-N.com slash find. And warning, this product contains nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Wes, Matt, back here. VSEN tonight. And Wes, right now let's update uh, some games at halftime. Take a look at some uh, halftime lines. And let's start in the Pac-12. I'll let you take it from there. UCLA on top of Oregon, 32-30 at the break. Yeah, 32 to 30 here at the half at the T-Mobile Arena. Oregon shooting, I think, 37.5%. UCLA at 42. Neither team really hitting from the three, especially Oregon, one of eight. Oregon is owning the glass, though. Uh, uh, The kid, Dante, did uh, play tonight, not really doing a lot. He's helping out on the boards, but no baskets for him. UCLA minus two and a half. There are some threes out there, so obviously shop around here. This did close. What did this close? Like five and a half? Five I and think a it half. closed five and a half. Five I took and a half six. right here at Circuit. You took yeah. six with the Ducks. And 72 is the uh, second half total. Uh, slightly being juiced to the under at a couple shops this total by the way closed at 134 so you essentially if you want to bet it again you can whether you like the over or the under second half totals are tough man you just it's kind of random you don't know how much fouling there's going to be in the last mm-hmm. two minutes mm-hmm. and and look these games one of the things too about these games not just the fouling it works both ways obviously more fouling is going to lead to an over but with some of these teams especially in the conference tournaments like, you could have seen Michigan State foul it down today mm. against Ohio State, but it's like when they know they're in the tournament and, you know, it's borderline because I think they were down like 9 or 10. Right. Some teams would have fouled. Michigan State wasn't going to do that because then it's like, yeah, let's just get done. We've lost, you know. We want to be rested for, obviously, the NCAA tournament, whether we play Thursday or Friday. We'll find out on Sunday. So that's something to also, I, I think, look at uh, with these things. Uh, couple- so it's, well, it's strange, too. You're talking about that Michigan State-Ohio State game, and the Buckeyes won that 68-58 today. 
If you watched Michigan State, Ohio State playing Columbus in early February, you never would have thought this was possible today. That was a game that the Spartans won 62-41, to mm-hmm. and the Buckeyes could not have looked any worse that day. And here they are yeah, as the 13 seed. That was month, rock bottom. That yeah, was. 13 seed a month later, and they're in the Big Ten tournament semis. Yeah, exa- yeah. exactly. It is it is amazing. Uh, speaking of the Big Ten, let's go to the nightcap, and that is Maryland and Indiana, the six versus three. The six is up by two, 34 to 32. Decent close to the half for the Hoosiers, at yep. least, because I think they were down, uh, were they down at eight at one point? So 34 32, Maryland about 40% from the field, Indiana 50%. Uh, but Indiana just kind of looked a little out of source. Maryland actually hitting the three ball. They've got six threes, and Indiana just has one. Uh, Trace Jackson Davis with nine and two rebounds and four assists. Jalen Hutchifino, 10 points. So better outing that we've seen out of Hutchifino than we saw in the first game in College Park where he went one of 14. But Terps are up 34-32. Indiana uh, minus one. It's actually minus a half here in Circus Sports. They're leaning more toward the Maryland side. 72 on the total. This full game total, by the way, did close, uh, I believe, as I'm trying to. Okay, 134 and a half is where it closed. So adjusted total now at 138. Yeah, the um, Hoosiers are going to have to knock down a couple more threes here in the second half if they're going to win this game. Wes, I'm not giving up hope. I still think the Hoosiers can pull this yeah, one out. Yeah, they're back in. Look, yeah. they, it was looking bleak at about like the three minute mark. Uh, the first half, but they did close strong. It is an encouraging sign that Hood Shafino is, is getting his and Ari has 10 in the first half, but they, they, they've got to take more threes. Like, this is a team that actually shoots a good percentage, but doesn't take a lot of threes. And, and that's what is really kind of weird to me, considering Mike Woodson comes from the NBA, and what's the name of the game in the NBA? Yep. Spread it out and shoot threes all over the place. And he'd been in that league for a long time, so he knows the new NBA very well, but yet you see Indiana play very old-school NBA style. It's definitely old-school. I I think Woodson's an old-school coach, and his team plays that style. Uh, In the SEC, Vandy and Kentucky tied at 34 with about a minute and a half to go. Yeah, Kentucky uh, was up early on Vanderbilt, actually, and Vanderbilt has made a run. Vandy probably needs two more wins, I think, to really have a shot. But they're kind of on that periphery of that bubble right now. Remember, they beat the Cats uh, in Rupp Arena in the season home finale. Doing this without Liam Robbins. uh, Jacob Toppin with 10, Reeves with 11. So I have Kentucky in the back end of a money line parlay from earlier. Uh, We'll try to get you a halftime of the line when that goes to the half. There is another one that is at halftime. That's at the Big East. Creighton minus six for the second half. They are down 40 to 26 in the garden against Xavier. 81 the second half total. And uh, offense is beating defense because we know Xavier more of an offensive team. Creighton, actually, ironically enough, they're known for their offense over recent years. They've been a defensive team. They've been the best defense Mm -hmm. in the Big East. But not so far tonight as Xavier is all over them. 40 to 26 as they're just about to start the second half in the garden. You have, would you recommend to play there in the second half in the Creightonville? Mm, yeah. See, I have not in the Creighton Xavier game. I've not watched enough of this to even say. We've, yeah, we've got so I many games I, going. I was, yeah, I don't know if I would recommend it. Uh, Creighton, by the way, had 11 turnovers in the first half. Usually, you look for a team that shot the lights out from three, and you want to fade that team in the second half. We saw three-point shooting regression yeah. from Boise State last night in the second half against UNLV. The Broncos had 50 points in the first half, Wes, and then with like three minutes ago in regulation, they had only 15 in the second half. Mm-hmm. Those are the type of teams you want to fade. 
I'm not sure. Xavier hasn't shot the lights yeah, out. Yeah, only, for only 42%. Percent, yeah. Uh, just looking at these stats, at 11 turnovers and 17 points off turnovers for Xavier. 24 to 10 PITP points in the paint. Creighton, largest halftime deficit this season. Yeah, I'd be a little gun shy about laying that. Okay, uh, Mountain West right now. San Jose off to a slow start. San Diego stayed up 10, 25, 15 with uh, two minutes to go in the first half. But San Jose not executing that half-court offense as well as it did yesterday against Nevada. Omari Moore, a high-volume scorer for the Spartans, held in check right now. 15 points for the Spartans with a minute and a half to go. The San Diego State defense can lock you down, and right now that's the yeah. case. Six of 26 from the floor for San Jose State, 23.1%. Wow. Aztec's Brutal. not exactly uh, firing on all cylinders offensively either, but this is, you know, that's what San Diego State does, and we've said every game has gone over except for the two Colorado State was in and one of them being against San Diego State. This total was at 126. Uh, I'd have to see what the end game total is. I think it's down to like 115. Oh, man. It looks and, like this is going to be about a game with 110 points. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So uh, 25 to 15, uh, two minutes left to go. And actually now 27 to 15 as the Aztecs pulling away. You've seen some really low scoring games in the Mountain West tournament over the years, especially mm-hmm. on that Saturday after teams play three days in a row and then they come back and play the championship yeah, they're game beat on Saturday up. afternoon. They're tired. Yeah. Yeah, they're absolutely beat up. So uh, uh, we have that going on, 11-point lead for the Aztecs. All right, Clemson, Virginia. Do you think the Tigers are in the tournament if they lose this game? Virginia up 33-25 with uh, 140 to go in the first half. I think their Sunday is going to be very sweaty. I can't tell you yes or no, really, but I think that their Sunday is going to be sweaty. I I think if they win this one, they're they're probably going to be in getting the ACC championship. But right now, Virginia having other ideas. Shooting about 48% from the floor, 33 to 25, two minutes left to go in the first half. Winner faces Duke for the championship in the ACC, and I'm pulling for the Blue Devils. And I haven't done that many times in my life, but I've got Duke at 3-1 to one to win that conference tournament. Really like the way that team's playing. Duke's going to be a slight favorite no matter who wins this Clemson-Virginia game. Mm-hmm. Uh, TCU in Texas and a tight one. And uh, Longhorns up 27-23, headed towards a half. West, a couple other, say, under-the-radar type of games. Tulane, 38. Wichita State, 31. That's in the uh, AAC. The Green Wave up seven on the Shockers. And we've also got uh, Cal State Fullerton in the second half, leading UC Irvine in the Big West, 61 to 53. You got about 12 minutes to go. Okay, okay. Then my over looks pretty good. I did take the over Mm -hmm. in uh, Fullerton and uh, Irvine. Uh, By the way, Tulane... If they were to advance, they would get Memphis, who uh, beat Central yeah. Florida tonight. Uh, the other AAC uh, earlier. Dangerous team with Kendrick Davis. Back. No, I absolutely think so. And, and Tulane and Memphis played two really competitive games this year. Uh, yeah. Tulane actually swept Memphis, beat them 96 to 89 at home, and then won an overtime uh, down there in Memphis, 90 to 89. So. That'd be a very good matchup in the semifinal. The other semifinal, by the way, Houston and Cincinnati, as they both advance today, one and four. Wes, don't look now, but the Peacocks are still alive. Marist led St. Peter's 41-20 to at halftime in the MAAC conference uh, semis. St. Peter's has closed the gap to 54-51 with four and a half minutes to go. <laughs> All right, when we come back, we're going to preview Arizona State, Arizona. 
And also take a look at tonight's uh, Mountain West game, which is Boise and Utah State. That's going to be a good one, too. All right, we'll preview those when we come back here on VSEN tonight. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, following the action in the Big Ten, Pac 12, Big 12, Big East, Mountain West. We got a lot and more. We got a lot of stuff going on right now. Let's take a look at the Pac 12 game tonight in Las Vegas at T Mobile Arena, Arizona State and Arizona. Wes, you can't get a more. Dramatic ending than when these teams met in Tucson two weeks ago. Desmond Cambridge of Arizona State hit a running 60-footer at the buzzer to stun the Wildcats. This is going to be payback tonight. Arizona, a seven-point favorite at a few spots, seven and a half at Circa and DraftKings. And uh, last night, it was Tubelis and Ballo for Arizona putting up big numbers, seven-foot, 6'11", on the front line, and that's what makes Arizona a tough matchup. The guards need to produce more. Kirk Carissa was a little banged up last night and gave Arizona nothing. What do you expect here in this matchup, and which way do you lean? You and I both had a winner late night with Arizona State plus four mm-hmm. against USC, and the Sun Devils led that one wire to wire. Yeah, they certainly did, and uh, you know, shot the ball obviously very well from the three. We'll see. I mean, now Arizona State, depending on uh, who you look at, are they in or out there right on the line? Certainly a, another win against the Wildcats, I think, would put them in. I have not I have not bet this yet. Uh was kind of, uh, you know, my first, my initial lean was Arizona in the payback spot. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, w- without Creesa, now that hurts them offensively. Is he not going to play? Uh, well, I don't know if they're without him. They certainly were without him in the second half. So he played I'm a lot of minutes to... last night. He just didn't produce. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was kind of in and out for the second half because he was. Uh, he's got some sort of shoulder. It's a shoulder. Con- he's, he's questionable. It's called so. a shoulder contusion, whatever. Yeah. So, so I'm trying to monitor uh, the Twitter if my feed will catch up. Uh, so I'm trying to see if, in fact, Creesa has been uh, ruled in or out. I'll be watching to see if he warms up. Uh as we get the second game going, of course, we still got the first game that is going on between Oregon and UCLA in that first semifinal. You know uh, one thing that was wrong with the Pac-12 conference, we're sitting in here doing this show. We're in a sports book in Vegas. We've mm-hmm. got TVs. We've got every game in the world on. Believe it or not, folks, yeah. we can't watch the Pac-12 network in this studio. Yeah. Speaking of and 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 what a and, disaster and I can't yeah because I can't huh? see it I have to find out on Twitter that Adam Bona is now hurt for UCLA. Is that right? He has a shoulder injury. He was diving for a for a loose ball. Boy, that you thought Boy. that defense was going to suffer without uh, Jaden Clark. The defense and depth, the two Ds. Also without Bona. Oh man, McCronin's yeah. only got six guys he can play anyway, essentially. And and uh, I think this is from uh, uh, Ben Bolch of the L.A. Times mm-hmm. at L.A.T.B. Bolch, uh, who writes for, about UCLA for that paper. Not even sure Kenneth Nwuba is even available oh, right wow. now with Adam Bona uh, seriously hurt. So this is a Bruins team right now, very much shorthanded. It is 44-41, Bruins lead, 13-36 left to go. But 
that it's really going to hurt them on defense. Mm-hmm. That's where it's really going to hurt. So I'm trying to see if I can get a uh, live total. Well, you talked about a team if you're that's, interested uh, in that. Caught a couple unlucky breaks here in the past week. UCLA was going to be my pick to win the tournament. I didn't care what the draw was going to be. UCLA was going to be my pick to win. And the last Saturday against Arizona, mm-hmm. Jalen Clark, elite defensive player. Some might even say the best defensive player in college basketball. Six five wing. He goes down with an Achilles injury, out for the season. Mick Cronin does not have much depth. He's only playing about six guys, significant minutes. And now we have another injury for the Bruins tonight. It really makes you rethink everything about UCLA. Um, I'm not going to pick UCLA to win the whole thing now without Jalen Clark. And, Wes, you got to wonder if the Bruins don't win this Pac-12 tournament, do they still deserve a number one seed? You have to look at this team differently now. Right. Now, a lot of that's going to depend on can anybody really surpass them, and certainly Purdue could help their cause if they win two games over the weekend in Chicago. Uh, Back to Oregon and UCLA really quickly. About 12.02 left to go. It is 46-41 UCLA. Bruins minus 5.5 on the end game at DraftKings, 131.5. So, you know, we'll see if uh, – look, I mean, no, you never want to see anybody get hurt. In fact, it was Dana Altman that was calling the UCLA training crew over to help the help uh, Adem Bona out to let him know he was hurt. But you got to capitalize on opponents' injuries too. You you have in yeah. Oregon. There's no tomorrow. This is this is <laughs> right. go to the NIT or still have one last chance to dance, uh, getting to the championship game tomorrow. It's a three point game with uh, 13 minutes left. Oregon. Down to UCLA. A lot of time left to make the comeback here, and it looks like the Bruins might be limping to the finish line. Uh, also tonight in the Mountain West Conference, it's going to be a good game, Wes. It's uh, Boise and Utah State. And I've been asked so many times, how many bids is Mountain West going to get? All along, I thought it was going to be three. It was not going to be four. So right now, it's San Diego State in, Boise in, is Utah State in. So that's going to be the hungry team tonight in this matchup because I, I think the – Aggies probably will say, hey, we, we have to operate like we still have a little bit of work to do. I, I think Boise's safely in. Would you agree? Yeah, Utah State, by the way, as they are showing yet another uh, Lenardi update on ESPN, mm-hmm. one of the last four in along with NC State, Pitt, Utah State, and Arizona State. Those are the four. But I actually like the Aggies here tonight. Okay. And one of the, and I laid a money line overnight at minus $1.30. You pretty much get that now. I don't think the line has moved all that much. Uh Boise State, of course, needed OT to get past UNLV. Mm-hmm. Now they got to play back-to-back. They do not have a bench. They do not have much depth, Leon Rice's club. Uh, all five starters uh, played at least 35 minutes last night, and, and three of them actually played 40 or more uh, for Boise State. Very short bench. Uh, you know, defense does guard the perimeter really well. They close out on the three-point shooters, but they don't have that elite rim protector like they had last year. So, that's that's tough against the Aggies because this is a team Ryan Odom runs really good stuff and he runs a lot of ball screen action and they get a lot of open threes. They can also get to the rim and finished. Uh, you look at the season finale in Logan, Utah State scored 86 on Boise State and they only made seven threes yep. because Boise State was selling out trying to run them off the screen, run them off the three point line. Well, Utah State was 69% from two point range. So I, I just think you know, a deeper team right now. I think Boise State knows they're safely in. Not that they're going to jake this game and not try and give an effort, but I just, I, I like what I saw out of Utah State. I know New Mexico, and we were commenting on that when we were watching the game in the book last night. 
not exactly the the most stringent defense oh, uh, for Richard sure. Pitino and the Lobos, but still, you could recognize that Utah State runs really good stuff, and mm-hmm. I expect them to do so tonight. Utah State, a top 10 three-point percentage shooting team in college basketball, and um, I got to think there's going to be three-point shooting regression from Boise State after the Broncos. No, there, wasn't right. the, there wasn't the second half last night, but Boise started last night, I think uh, – Nine of eleven mm-hmm. from three, is that right? Yeah, in that game against you. Yeah. Nine of eleven from three, and just lit the rebels up in the first half, and then went cold in the second half. You know, one thing someone mentioned to me, I think last night, said, "Wow, Marquette didn't look very good today. You got to bet against Marquette tomorrow. You got to like UConn in that game." One thing you have to try to avoid doing is uh, overreacting to what you saw. Don't in don't today's games. don't be a POTM. Don't be a prisoner of the moment. Right. And that prisoner of the moment and recency bias is a death to a sports better. A lot of times, I don't wanna, care what right, sport. You're right. You want to bet a lot of times. You want to bet the opposite of that. So Marquette didn't look very good yesterday. All right. Well, you probably want to bet on Marquette tomorrow because mm-hmm. uh, they're probably going to play a lot better. And a team that looked really good today, Alabama. Yes. Yeah, I'll be looking to fade Alabama tomorrow. Exactly. Exactly right. Uh, speaking of that SEC tournament, let, let me get a couple halftime lines before we get out of the segment here. Vanderbilt, 39-34 over Kentucky. Uh, they got down early, but now lead the Cats by five in Nashville. Kentucky. Kind of surprising without Leon Robbins, yeah. the big man that yeah. Vandy uh, continues to play this Jerry well. Stackhouse done a nice yeah. job with that team. Uh, uh, Kentucky minus seven and a half. There's some eights out there, including right here behind us at Circa. Uh, and there's some Kentucky fans out there, too. I saw some blue out there, so they're probably uh, trying to get it, get their money back in the second half. Uh, 77 the total. Virginia, 37-25 over Clemson down in Greensboro. Clemson minus one and a half, 68 and a half, the second half total. Out in Thomas and Mack, San Diego State, 33-20 over San Jose. San Diego State minus one, 67 and a half, the second half total. Texas, 34-26 over TCU. TCU minus one and a half or two in the second half, 76 and a half your total. Tulane, Wichita State, Tulane, 46-40 to 40 over Wichita State. Wichita minus a half of the second half, 82 and a half your total. All right. Uh, we might have an upset brewing here. UC Irvine in danger of going down in the Big West Conference semis. Mm-hmm. Irvine, a three-point favorite, down to Fullerton, 73-64. By the way, Fullerton won this conference tournament a year ago, then drew Duke. Yeah. In the uh, first round. Two upsets brewing out here in Mm -hmm. Vegas, actually. Let's go over to the Orleans Arena, the WAC tournament. GCU, Grand Canyon over Sam Houston State right now, 66-61. That is six minutes left to go. SHSU, by the way, the number one seed. So if the number one seed loses in the one big league, they get auto bids to the NIT. All right, if you notice Wes Reynolds being a little bit more energetic, it might have something to do with Indiana Hoosiers being on a run. We'll talk about that when we come back. Big Ten update, Maryland, Indiana, VSEN tonight. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. You could win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this basketball season. Place a qualifying bet and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiverSquares.com. All right, here we go. Maryland, Indiana coming down the stretch. Final 11 minutes. Hoosiers on top, 47 to 43. And they're on a nice run here, Wes, to get uh, back in control of this game. Indiana, I think, on a 12 to 2 run right yes. now. So uh, the Hoosiers, if they can go to Trace Jackson Davis. And, and that's what you need to do lane. with Trace. It isn't just running right. him like on post-ups and pin-downs. 10 run. Give, give, him the, give him the ball on the block where he can make a move and out quick uh, most of the big guys in the conference, which he certainly can with his athleticism, 
And that's what you do. Maryland, by the way, has not made a basket since like yeah. the 16-minute mark. We are now at 10:56. Troops were hot from three too. They were seven for 14 from three, and that's how they built that lead. Now all of a sudden they're cold from the field, and they miss again. And Hutchinson's got the ball. Hoosiers go up court with a six-point lead. Ten minutes to go. I don't know what's wrong with me, Wes. Betting. Gambling does strange things to you. I'm sitting around today rooting for Duke and Indiana. What, what's wrong with me? Huh? Yeah, I, I know, man. <laughs> you know, who's, what's your team's favorite color? It's green, right? Right. You know, that's the way it is. As Trey Jackson Davis fouled, he is going to the line. Uh, lead change from uh, what we and, – and you know what? The guy out there, when I came in, after you came in, we just uh, stepped outside the studio for a quick break. One guy was saying, GCU money line, baby. He goes, you bet that game? I go, no, I did not. Well, that fella needs to come back from behind with GCU because Sam Houston stayed on a run here. 69-66, four minutes left to go at the Orleans. That, don't mush your bat, man. That is in the whack. Yeah, don't 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 mush your bat. Yeah, that, that's the thing, man. You're going to be superstitious, too, when you're oh, a better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to be superstitious. Never get, Try to never get too high and never get too and I'm, low. I'm going to say this. Superstitions are stupid. I realize that, but I've got a bunch of but them. But we have them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we absolutely have them. Uh, uh, 12-0 run, by the way, for the Hoosiers. Uh-huh. Is they now 51-43. to Maryland has missed their last eight attempts from the floor. Uh, Indiana being very active on defense. Got to defend that three-point line. And another miss for the Terps from long range. And we got 10 minutes to go. Indiana up 51-43. That's what we, that's what we expected tonight. Keep it going here. The momentum can shift quickly in these games, and, you know, it went against me in one game today, Wes, and that was the Arkansas game. Mm-hmm. Hogs led by 13 and a half, 38 to 25. I thought, okay, I'm in decent shape here. Same thing as last Arkansas night. Arkansas in control of the game, and this, the Razorbacks unraveled in the second half, and I like Eric Musselman a lot as a coach, but he's got a young team, and they just kind of uh, are always living on the edge, right? Mm-hmm. You never just know when Arkansas, you never quite, no, when Arkansas is just going to fall apart. And that's what happened in the second half today. That was just a ridiculously bad second half performance by the Razorbacks in that game. I don't even think Texas A&M's that good. No, I don't either. Uh, they certainly uh, they certainly have a, a better, I think, record than maybe the quality of their team. But nevertheless, they're solidly in the NCAA tournament. So is Arkansas. But Texas A&M advances. Uh, they'll be in the second semifinal against either Vanderbilt or Kentucky. By the way, that started the second half. 45 to 38 Vanderbilt. Uh, this is obviously a much more uh, game that Vanderbilt needs much more, I think. I think maybe if they win two games and can get to the final, uh-huh. they might have a shot at an at large. They certainly would have a shot at the automatic bid if they go ahead and win it. But 45 to 38 in the second half. Uh, one Boom! Game. Hoosiers there hit a three. Go. 54 to 43 with nine and a half minutes Sco- to go. 15 0 run. Bates hits the three. And the Hoosiers up by 11 after a 15-0 run over the last four and a half minutes. Wow, what a turnaround in this game, Wes. Yeah, the uh, the cream and crimson up there in the United Center, and there's a lot of IU alums up there, as you know. Uh, uh, very Being very boisterous, certainly outnumber the Maryland fans, you would think. Uh, so 15-0 run here. Maryland has not scored a basket in about six and a half right. minutes as uh, Jamar Bates uh, pulls up from the three there. Uh, one game that is final. We do have a championship game in the MAC tomorrow. First versus worst. Iona, number one against number 11, Marist tomorrow. Marist uh, goes ahead and gets a win over St. Peter's, 69 to 57. I believe that's the final score. There's only two seconds left, so I assume screen hasn't changed. Uh, but 
Maryland uh, had to get a T.O., baby, because they are uh, looking like this game is going to get away from them uh, as they're showing the Hoosiers tournament resume. Four seed, that would be a protected seed. So mm-hmm. that's very important, too, because that gets you more in your geographic area. So, you know, I, I think uh, what, yeah. what what are the first-round sites? I believe, like, Louisville yeah. is one of them. I so. think if Indiana wins this conference tournament, Hoosiers got to move up to the three seed. Line. They they, they very to. they very well could. Right. So so this does mean a lot, even if you've got a team that's you know going to get in as an at large bid. Let's just focus on winning this game. Yes, first. exactly. So it's uh, Maryland, Indiana, right now. Hoosiers up by eleven with nine minutes to go. Terps got the ball three for sixteen from the field in this half uh, for Maryland and. Uh, a drive and a swat yeah, out Trace of bounds. Trace Jackson Davis says, not in my house. Uh, he's he's in, he's engaged now, and you can tell his energy really picks up. And uh, nice block there. Maryland not getting anything at the rim here in the second I'm half. I'm telling you, you can't tell me this guy's not a first-round draft pick. Well, I, I, I agree. And, and you know, uh, the NBA scouts are funny, I guess. But he worked on his oh, game as Maryland Terps does hit a one deep in, in the, the corner. corner. Yeah, break Don, the ice. Donald Carey, the Man. Georgetown transfer. Uh, Tamar Bates had good defense there, but wow. guy just made a better shot. Sometimes that's what it takes to uh, to stop a run and regain the momentum. Hopefully that's not what gets the Terps rolling here. Indiana needs to keep the pressure on. Hoosiers come up empty on their Yeah, possession. you don't need to miss layups yeah. either. Uh, uh, Renal uh, went ahead and missed that layup, so 54 yeah, to 46. get another wide-open three-point look, and uh, they miss it, but they get the rebound and a score – on a putback, so five straight points for the Terps, fifty-four to forty-eight. With yeah, far from eight over. Minutes to go, long way to go. Far from over. All right, in the uh, Pac-12 right now, UCLA up on Oregon, fifty-seven to forty-eight. So the Bruins have created a little bit of space here, uh, Wes. I'm not sure how they've done it because we can't get the Pac-12 network in the studio. Yeah, well, that's why Larry Scott has been finally fired as or was fired as commissioner. But this new guy, look, man. Get, get get your network on direct TV. Like that, that's a whole weird thing. Like we got to change. They don't it even to know Cox. if they're going to have a conference in two years. Yeah, huh? yeah. The 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 conference of champions. How how is it not on in our studio? What is going on here? It's not going so well in the Mountain West right now. If you played the dog, San Jose State down forty three to twenty five. Yeah. San Diego State barely survived in uh, Thursday's game against Colorado State. Again, that's one of those situations where the Aztecs. Did not look very good yesterday, and they looked really good today. I was a little bit concerned about that. Uh, but San Jose down 18 with 15 minutes to go, a lot of time. Hopefully they can get things going offensively. Omari Moore and the Spartans need to get back on track. Also, Cal State Fullerton closer to knocking off the top seed in the Big West. The Titans, defending champs in the uh, Big West tournament, on top of UC Irvine, it looks like 76-69, just under the four-minute mark of the second half. And West Creighton unable to make a run here. Xavier up 18 with seven minutes to go, 71-53. to I'm really surprised the Blue Jays not playing better in this yeah, game. Yeah, the turnovers have really killed Creighton tonight. And against a team that can get out and run like the Xavier Musketeers, that is not a recipe for success. Creighton, I believe uh, – uh, what do they have? Well, they have 12 turnovers. They had 11 in the first half, but that's what put them behind the eight ball. Points in the paint, 36-20. to 20. Uh, Ryan Kalkbrenner not holding up his end. He is scoring 18 points, but guys are driving in. The guards aren't guarding. Sule Boom, by the way, 21 uh, for the Xavier Musketeers. Backcourt has been very good tonight. In the ACC, Clemson has not been very good. Tigers trail 43-27. to 27. 
early in the second half. Virginia up 16. And uh, how about Vandy stretching it out to 10 over Kentucky? Commodores up 52-42, five minutes into the second half. And now in the Big 12, Texas, TCU still a tight one, 40-35 Longhorns over the Frogs, also four minutes into the second half. Yeah, so uh, TCU, uh, we'll see if they can get back in here. I got a plus 750 on these guys. They're kind of hanging around, but uh, still down five against Texas. All right, we got a game about to tip off. After 8 o'clock, Pacific in the WAC tournament. That's a semi, Southern Utah and Utah Valley. I've got the Wolverines to win that conference tournament at, uh, I think, plus 220. And we've also got Arizona State, Arizona, UC Riverside, UC Santa Barbara, and Utah State, Boise State. Four games still to tip off tonight. That's one of the great things about conference tournament week, Wes. Yeah, late night hoops. We're going to preview those four games and update the action and what's going on right now as we head down the stretch in the Big Ten. And uh, and all the, the conferences and, and the WAC, too. Uh, getting about down to the final minute here, the banged-up one seed, Sam Houston State, tied with GCU at 73 over at the Orleans. All right, we'll be back with the final hour of v tonight, and we're going to have best bets in the final hour, so uh, don't turn the channel. Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans, v the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.